Well, we've started there with the uh, unmistakable sounds of Boris. I mean, that's not saying much, to be honest. Uh, you know, Boris can be anything uh, to to anyone, really, can't they? But um, yeah, we've kicked off with that. It's um, off their new album, No. Um, Pete, you picked this, but I, I feel like it's, it's harking back to some of their earlier stuff. Like, I don't know if you heard the single Sunshine they did a few years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a bit like the... Um... Uh, smile album i think yes as well. you know, it, it is too i mean you, you you've got the album with sun uh you know and the the complete drone and then you've got this kind of weird you know almost punk hardcore thing going on so you, you're never quite sure what's coming next and you know yeah. it's, it's quite a um you get you leap in notice other albums going you know not knowing and, and not knowing what to expect so yeah, um, and, and I mean, this one came out slightly out of the blue for me, at least. Oh, definitely, they always do with Boris for me. I don't know how, yeah. but yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's a really, you know, real nice surprise. They got about a week's notice on it, and um, and it's a, you know, it's a really good album, really strong mm. throughout. It, it it has a, you know, obviously you can hear from that song. It's, um, you know, it's very, it's one, of, you know, it's the faster, heavier, punkier side. Yeah. Of them, but there are kind of bits of. There's like a full-on doom track on there. There's, you know, there, there's hardcore tracks on there. It, there is kind of a hardcore theme running through it. But, All right. um, but yeah, yeah, really, really good album. Um, I, mm. I, I could have picked any, you know, any of the songs really. Yeah. So I mean, that that was called Anti Gone. But I mean, expecting to kind of understand what a Boris album might sound like before you turn it on is is like anyone's guess sometimes, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I, I can't actually tell what. Which was their last um, actual release? Because um, it looks like they've done a load of reissues very yeah, yeah. recently. Um, yeah. There's something called Love and Evil, um, which was in October last year, but I'm not quite sure if that's new or not. But obviously they've re-released Pink, uh, Fe- Feedbacker, um, and Akuma Noata um, all in the yeah. same month. So that could be old as well. I don't know. But yeah, I mean. I don't know if you listened to that um, album they did in 2011 as well called New Album. It's just called New Album. Yes. Yeah. And it's just electronic, glitchy kind of stuff as well. So, mm. yeah, I, I was so pleased that this was like a guitar-based, like back-to-basics, almost Boris. Um, yeah. yeah, so I, I've, I've got to listen to the whole album. I've only listened to this this one song so far. So oh, yeah, it's going to be a right yeah, I mean, treat really to sort of go through. Yeah. I, I did, funnily enough, I, I saw him... Um, I saw him once, I, 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 you know, I've said to you many times, I saw him in a chapel in yeah. Salford once. Um, and, you know, it was an amazing gig. So, you know, with the stained glass windows and the sat in the pews and, you know, the atmosphere was amazing. And I kind of, at that point, I, I, everyone was kind of expecting like a drone set and it, it, it just would have been this most amazing feeling. They came out and just played the punk stuff, really. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> we were all, be, all the crowd were being extremely respectful of the pews and of the thing. They were just flying. They were they were jumping into the crowd, you know. Even though yeah. they were so out of and everything, it was like, all right, you know. So even live, you you know, you don't know what you're getting. But yeah, they, yeah, um, a really good album, really strong album, and uh, amazing that they're still able to kind of put, you know, consistently put um, albums out of this quality. Absolutely, and it's so good to have um, something this lively from them as well. Because I mean. Mm. Um, it, it could have been anything and it could have been, you know, another drone album, which is fine. But I love this side of Boris. I love the kind of, they really know how to put on a show when they play this kind of music as well. 
so um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll come back. Um, I saw them a few years ago, but um, it's been a while now. So yeah, great, great live band as well. Um, so yeah, we've got as as usual, got nine uh, brand new tracks for you that uh, we've been scouring the depths of Bandcamp for, um, and uh, going through our submissions as well from uh, the Nine Hertz email. Um, this next one actually came um, from neither of those. This came from a recommendation uh, from the From the Pit podcast. Uh, they're an American kind of. Um, it's a mix of beer and hardcore and death metal and black metal and just noise and stuff. Um, and one of the guys brought in a band called Perdition Temple, and I had to play something from this album um, on this podcast because it's just incredible death metal, just like really, really good. Um, kind of takes a lot from the old school. Um, it's got a bit of kind of like late 90s production on it, so it's a lot of very clean but sort of um, muddy sounding uh, production. And yeah, just thought it was brilliant. Um, someone from the band Angel Corpse is involved as well, so um, it's got that kind of old school credentials as well. So I don't know what you thought of this one, Pete, because you've been going through, we should probably explain, you've been going through a bit of a death metal um, phase, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, experiment, I'll put it. Yeah. The, so yeah, I've just I've decided to listen to a death metal album a day for the last uh, 92 days now, I think. I'm going to get to 100. <laughs> I mean, right. this is my lockdown, you know, um, lockdown thing. I've Challenge, done. yeah. Yeah, for no reason. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get to 100 and then I, I'll probably put like an article up on there. That's about it. Um, and just it, it, it was the one genre I'd kind of not really ever got into. And I, I felt like I was missing mm. out. I missed something there. Um, I'd kind of listened to like obituary and maybe morbid angel when i was getting into metal in in mid 90s and not clicked with it then and then never really kind of gone back into it and i just said right i need to do this and as such i've been through a lot of kind of the you know i've got into and, and i really have got it i've got you know I've, I've understood what i was missing um and i've got into kind of maybe not though you know not the really big names but like mm. the second tier you know like the incantation immolation that type of thing and and um and then that kind of grew and people started suggesting things to me you know people you know friends who are into death metal well angel corks being one of them so um so yeah i think i can appreciate this a lot more than i probably would yeah. have done <laughs> 93 days Perfect ago. timing yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and as such yeah i mean you know like you say it's got the it's got the credentials it's got the it's got that kind of midnight sound it's it's from florida um but it is really good. It's you know it's ridiculously tight. The drums are incredible. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've, I hadn't heard of them before, but you know I'm really glad you chose it. So thanks. Yeah. Apparently, like um, they had an album about five years ago, and and then just vanished. Because um, I think all all the other members are in other bands as well. Um, and then yeah, they just got back together and thought you know that album was fantastic. Let's so. So I'm really glad they did because it's absolutely amazing. Um, so I think we're just going to play the um, the song that we've chosen, which is Eternal Mountain. Uh, and you can get this at peditiontemple.bandcamp.com and it's off the album Sacraments of Dissension. Let's play with 
So, um, for those of you who saw it last week, there was a um, a live stream of uh, the bands Kurakuma and Bismuth um, playing the Black Heart in London um, on kind of like, you know, playing to an empty empty room being streamed. And for some reason, it kind of felt like a real gig. felt like uh, we were getting something we were missing out on. So, in the last few days, uh, Bismuth have released a collaboration they've been doing with Vile Creature, who... Uh, probably like one of the most talked about um, sort of heavy bands at the moment. So, um, yeah, the the vocals are shared between um, all three uh, sort of vocalists from both bands. And it, it to me, it just sounds like an absolute amalgam of both bands. Like it's got the droney stuff from Bismuth. It's got kind of like the, the big kind of waveforms that you expect from that. And then it's got kind of the, the crushing heaviness of um, a vile creature in there as well. So... It's actually recorded for um, an RPG called Torchbearer, uh, which you can play at torchbearerrpg.com. But probably uh, more interesting, um, the proceeds from this track are being split equally between Black Lives Matter adjacent charities and something called the Forest Carbon Project. Um, I don't know if you've um, had a full listen to this one, Pete, because it sort of bears several listens, I think. Yes, I have, and I have given it several lists. Basically, I mean, there aren't many um, bands out there who kind of, I, I think, are riding a creative peak more than these two yeah. at the moment. And, you know, I love them. I, I, I love them both. Uh, you know, the, the releases of, of recent have been amazing. They've, you know, they, they toured together, which was, a, you know, they played in Sheffield and we yeah. both went to that, and that was, a, that was, a, that was brilliant. They, you know, I think they've, they've started to collaborate. They were going to do something at Roeburn. Um, yeah. And, you know, they're just, they're kind of riding, you know, riding a wave of their own kind of, you know, creative juices. And it's, it's brilliant to see. And then, you know, like just to kind of put this out there. And, and I love it. I love the track. It, of course, I was going to, but it's just another amazing track. You know, if a new band came along and put this out there, you know, you'd be instantly, you know, like they'd be, you know, like shouted about it's it's that good, and um, you know, really glad to hear new music from them, and, and you know, and, and like, you know, to the collaboration gives a new slant to both bands. So yeah, love it. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I saw there was a collaboration, I was like, oh, I'll listen to that, and I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I expected, but it's amazing. It's just, you know, um, the the like you say, the creativity that they have both got. And the original, I have to say, like the originality as well, because this kind of genre can be very formulaic, and you can kind of end up with something that sounds very plodding and predictable. But this just isn't like it's got the it's got all the tropes of that kind of genre, but it's it's done in such a way that kind of it it, it sidesteps you a little bit, and I think that's what's good about both bands' music. Really, um, it can kind of go in directions that you wouldn't expect. Um, interestingly, the uh, Forest Carbon project that um, some of the proceeds are going to, it's a sort of project to um, restore um, carbon um, to peatland and woodland um, in the ecosystem. So I know um, Tanya from Bismuth is, is kind of like a, an environmentalist and obviously the, the material that she's put out before with bismuth is um, sort of concerned about you know global warming and an environmental message and you know I kind of this kind of goes with it really just straight away so 
good to see it again. Like we've seen so many bands giving stuff away uh, recently, and you know it's not an easy thing to kind of um, give away the, the little money you do get as an artist, especially uh, in this genre. Um, but yeah, just have to sort of say that's quite commendable, um, especially in these kind of trying times. So we're going to play the track. Uh, it's called Interneighbourous Lux, and you can get this at bismuthslow.bandcamp.com.
We played um, several tracks. Well, we've played several tracks recently from iVoid Hanger Records, who keep putting out just incredible, original, and kind of startling music, I'd say. So we played uh, a band called Aesop Trillium uh, a few weeks ago, and that, that was kind of all over the place and mad. We played some world music sort of inspired stuff last week. Um, yeah, this week, uh, we've, we've already been talking about this off air uh, quite a bit, uh, a band called God's Bastard. And Pete, you found this one, but I mean, I think if I found it first, I would have played it as well, because it's just <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Um, kind of got Svalbard vibes off this one. Yeah. That's an easy one to sort of yeah. put out there. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the kind of almost you know mixture of hardcore and like black metal influenced hardcore almost, um, without sounding hardcoreish. I don't know. It, it's weird imagination. Like Boston Arger and Jotnar, the bands I was thinking of. I think it's got maybe a bit more, you know, a bit more of the kind of extreme metal than than either of those. So maybe like. Um, uh, Wigadood or Wagadood, whatever they're called, you know, the, the Belgian black metal band. It's got like, you know, it's ferocious, but like full of emotion yeah. through it. The song, you know, and this, as, as this track goes on, I think it's seven minutes or so, I can't remember now, but as it goes on, it just, it, you know, that, that kind of increases. And, and by the end, it's, uh, I think, you know, it's a real kind of force about it. I, I think it's a, an amazing piece of work. There's, um, there's definitely like a punk energy under it. There's like mm. a, you know, there's something angry and pissed off about it as well. And I think um, the production only kind of um, heightens that really. And again, um, as often you find with uh, with this kind of um, overbearing kind of sound, it's uh, Colin Marsden, um, who is in Kralis and um, Dysrhythmia and several other bands, um, always does a great job. And he's, he's sort of picked out what makes this band dark and, and special. So... It's just brilliant. I mean, it's only three tracks, but it's just it packs such a punch, doesn't it? The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't need anymore. It's just you know, it's just a really, you know, really engaging release for those three tracks. You just you know, you're with it, and it, you just think it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's quite different for I I Void Hanger as well. Um, you know, they seem to have a good ear for um, just the different and something interesting. So, yeah. Um, we'll see what people think of this this is uh, God's Bastard uh, and we're going to play the song To The Last Standing Village and you can get this at i-voidhangerrecords.bandcamp.com
Right, so Pete, you've brought in um, another excellent, angry piece of music here. So uh, a band called Throwing Bricks from Utrecht. Um, I was just saying off air, this is kind of, it's got a punk energy to it, but um, it, it's so much more than that, isn't it? It's very emotional and, um, yeah, just just dark again. We're, we're playing a lot yeah. of dark tunes this this week. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, you know, looking at the um, band page, it seems yes they came from like a, a funk or hardcore beginning and they've kind of grown into heavier elements from that and you can tell it's, it's, it's within there the, the description they've put against themselves says they're sludge hardcore black metal and screamer um which also makes sense you know it's true there is there are elements of all those in here um and the, you know much like a lot of this um you know a lot of great music a lot of music we play on here it, it's you know, crossing genre boundaries and pulling them all together into something new and fresh and exciting. They've, you know, they're from Holland, but it does remind me a lot of the kind of uh, Belgian scene of, you know, Arm and Rare, Oathbreaker, yeah. that type of thing. It, it's definitely um, got it, that kind of with the vocals, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like a slimmed down Arm and Rare, you know, not fully going <laughs> for the, you know, the post metal, yeah. you know, elongated thing, which, you know, it, I'm fine with, you know, yeah. and just you know it makes it this real vibrant and angry release yeah yeah it's just i think it just kind of does exactly what you've said it, it kind of it plows that kind of furrow um without being too heavy-handed with it and too yeah. um you know elongated and you know um it's it's trimmed i think that's a good mm. way to put it um mm. so yeah i mean uh, you can get the uh, tape version from tartus records um the album's quite sort of brief um but no less good for it so yeah um it's called what will be lost and we're going to play the track constant failure
So Transylvanian Tapes are a label that we've played before. Um, and again, they're not one that you can kind of um, absolutely tell what things are going to sound like. So whenever you kind of click onto their profile, there's, there's going to be something new. Um, this band um, blew me away, to be honest. So it's called Crushing the Scepter. And um, yeah, it's kind of, it sounded like a noise release to begin with. And it's very atmospheric and very strange and, you know, a bit all over the place. And you kind of like, well, what, what does this actually lead to? And, and what, actually, what actually happens is it kind of turns into this kind of blackened death stuff, which is kind of a little bit chaotic, like a lot of the stuff we've been playing lately. But I think just the way it's built up and the, the mystery that goes with it is what kind of drew me to it. So don't know what you made of this one, Pete, because it's, it's, it's a bit of a handful of 15 yeah. minutes, isn't it? It is, but it it actually uses it, you know, and it, 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 there's a purpose for that. It's not just, you know, long for the sake of it. For, you know, for the reasons you describe it, it it's kind of goes through the phases. And, and you know, it, from what you said, it, it wouldn't necessarily sound like anything different from a lot of black metal. But I think they do it in a very, you know, it's purposely extremely slow. It, you know, it just carries its own pace, you know, goes where it wants to, you know, glacial speed. But that brings an airiness to it so that, you know, when you're in the noise elements, you're not sure if it's kind of almost like a threatening or a peaceful type thing. And then out of that comes, you know, comes, a, you know, a fierce black metal uh, element uh, and then dips in and out and, and you know, and, and travels around, but never, you know, never fast. So, yeah, I I think they've, they've created something, you know, just slightly different from, you know, from what you'd expect. And that's, you know, that's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's exactly why. I was drawn to it and, and why it kind of it made me listen again and again. So, um, yeah, I mean, the the sort of release is called Echoing Screams of Madness and Delusion, and I think that kind of sums up the sound of it, to be honest. Um, there's three tracks. They're all about 15 minutes each. We're going to play a little excerpt from the first track, uh, which is called Withering Decay. Uh, but if you want to listen to this, you can get it at uh, transylvaniantapes.bandcamp.com. Of course, there is a digital version, but the uh, cassette is $6.66.
we um we haven't played this band on the podcast before, but um it's probably because I don't think they've had anything out for a long time. So uh the metal band Liturgy have uh come together with an artist called Leia uh to play some um typically sort of liturgy sounding stuff, but like the um the addition of this um this harpist um on it is just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, apparently they were due to tour, and right. this is something they recorded. But but then the tour was cancelled, but they put it out anyway. And it, it you know you're right, it, does, it opens up and it does start you know start off like liturgy, and then kind of has this kind of middle section which just sounds completely different and completely yeah. well different to anything really. And then right at the end, it all comes back you know in a really kind of full on you know like full on blast, which is which is you know a real adrenaline rush. Yeah. Um, you know, liturgy. You know, they rub some people up the wrong way, mm. and I, 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 you know, I, I don't listen to them loads, but I respect them. I think you know, like do it. They do something. They sound like no one else, mm. which, you know, which is hard to do and hard to say for anyone. So you've got to respect them for that. Yeah. But here, here, this is you know, this to me is as, as good as I've heard them. I really kind of enjoyed this one. This this came out last Friday, I think. Yes. Um, so. Yeah, see, I, I was quite a, a late comer to this band, and I think I got into um, that Aesthetica album, which is, I think, the one that kind of um, got noticed, um, which came out in 2011. I got into that about 2015, 2016, so I'd like completely missed them. I don't know how. But yeah, they, they've got a very unique kind of staccato kind of style, like it's very clean production, but I think this is just disorientating. It's, it's got like the, like you say, like the the other instruments under it kind of bring something to it and it's absolutely brilliant and I, I, I hate to spoil the song but there's like there's a bit of a glitch towards the end and it just brings out the heaviness again and it's yeah breathtaking absolutely brilliant um i always like the imagery this band used as well like you know they've obviously got the sort of religious iconography everywhere and this is no different it looks like a greek orthodox um church you know just like chandeliers and lots of opulence and gold and white and stuff and they just do a very good job of they're, they're very consistent in their image and, and very sort of consistent in the quality of the music as well so yeah yeah uh, well the only thing i'd add is there's i picked you know two songs that, that have kept come out this week that i've picked for this podcast out of the five i've picked i've got the same name which is you know this and the boris song which is oh yeah anticon yeah yeah of course which is you know, it does I'm, there's nothing else to say on that. And it's an interesting <laughs> fact, but it's got to be noted. Sometimes, but, you know, the planets align and things like this. It happen. does. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so you can get this at liturgy.bandcamp.com, and as Pete said, it's uh, it's called Antigon. <laughs>
We've talked in uh, recent weeks about bands raising money for things, and obviously we've got uh, you know Bismuth and Vile Creature uh, raising money for sort of causes close to their heart. And uh, a few we played um, a compilation track last week from uh, something we're trying to save a venue in Brighton in the UK. Uh, here we have a band from Austin, Texas, um, wanting to sort of save another venue. So uh, there's one called The Lost Well. Um, which I don't know if it's uh, helping keep uh, Austin music venues open as a sort of collective or whether it's um, the Lost Well is a, uh, a sort of venue itself. So good on them either way. That's amazing. So this band are called Monte Luna. Um, you've picked this one, Pete, and it's kind of, um, yeah, just quite, I don't know, it's got a stoner kind of spirit to it, but a little bit of a sludgy production, hasn't it? Yeah, I yeah I I've kind of wrestled with that kind of thought as well when listening to this, which is, it is, you know, it it does kind of feel stoner rock, um, but kind of you know goes from stoner bypasses doom and then into full on, you know, tar thick sludge, mm. you know, yeah. through the production. And you know, I think this was from a you know these are recordings from a live stream ahead of a ahead of the debut album, which is incredible because it sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds like um, a studio version, doesn't it? It, it, it yeah, that's what it seems to say from the bandcamp. But that that kind of you know the production it does really take it to a much darker place than than it feels like for the songs. But then, but then that kind of you know that mixture that you know the mixture of the kind of I don't know what it is you know with the fact that you're thinking of Stone and Doom and Sludge all together in the same track. Yeah, is going to be something you know, which which I'm I'm bound to you know fall from. I'm sure many other people will. Um, you know, it it does have something there, you know, kind of driving it through like Stoner Rock, but it kind of crushes, you know, crushing weight and volume to it. So yeah, I, I you know really love this. Only heard this the other day, just just as I was picking the songs for this, and instantly went in there, you know, knocking something off. You know, it's like you have to play something because it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really good, really special. And I can't wait to hear if this is the live stream. Then I can't wait to hear the, you know, full version. If if they're adding anything else to it, that'd be absolutely amazing. So, yeah, I mean, you can check this um, mind control broadcast they've called, and it's it's been on Cult Nation. Um, for those who are wondering where it's been uh, sort of live streamed, um, but we're gonna play the first track of it. Uh, it's called Black Star, and you can get this at montelunatx.bandcamp.com.
We're ending this week uh, with something a little bit more strange, a little bit more uh, out there and otherworldly. Um, so Reigns are a band that have been going for a long, long time. So first came to my attention in about, I don't know, 2004, 2005, um, when Johnson Family Records were around. So uh, they were a label that put out the first few Hey Colossus records. Um, can't be sure who, who ran that one. I, I think it might have been someone called Ian who, who left Hey Colossus quite early on, but I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, they've been going a long, long time, and it's uh, members of... Um, Henry Blacker, um, and um, who obviously share a member, uh, Joe Thompson, with Hey Colossus. Um, and Reigns have, have kind of, like, they've been dipping in and out of um, everyone's psyche for years, and they haven't released anything for a long time. But this uh, this record, The Walled Garden, uh, is actually coming out as a physical release as part of a new label that Joe has launched called Wrong Speed Records. So um, you can download the uh, digital version um, at uh, reignsofwessex.bandcamp.com at the moment, but if you um, wait for a while, you can actually get the vinyl version quite soon. Now, I don't know what you made of this one, Pete, because obviously it's a bit out there for like um, the, the Nine Hertz podcast. We, we usually mm. do play a little bit of drone, a little bit of you know, synthy stuff, but this is a concept album for people who like concept albums, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's got a, Obviously, it's not kind of my uh, normal thing, but... I found that you know within within that kind of genre, it's got a cool mellow vibe to it. You know, almost wistful. You know, thing. Even though it does, you know, it, it sort of changes throughout. I, I, you know, I, I kind of liked. I don't want to say liked having it on the background. It's the wrong thing. It's, it it kind of set a nice mood. I think is what I mean. Yeah, it's quite um, wistful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it, it's worth sort of saying that. I mean, I'm not sure about the last few records, but certainly there's um, there's a, a record that kind of got noticed um, in about 2005 called "We Lowered a Microphone into the Ground," and for years I I thought that's actually what the album was, and you know, like stupidly thought, you know, oh, the, the, the this kind of like really arty group I got around <laughs> to listening to it. Obviously, that's not not the case at all. But like the the whole concept of that record is that they're going through different layers of history um, with the songs that are on it. And this one's no different, you know. There's um, there's a story that goes with this one. I'm not quite sure if it's uh, true or not, uh, but it's about a garden someone apparently uh, planted in their old age, uh, where everything was poison. Uh, every plant was poisonous. Every everything in it was a bit off kilter. Like you know, um, it played tricks of the eye by you know planting things in strange lines or you know um, flower beds that were apparently sort of uh, rectangular actually were tapered uh, rhomboids and things like that just to kind of put people off. Um, I have no idea if this is true. There's a whole actual history like written down on um, the Reigns um, band camp here and it's, it's fascinating to read. Um, whether these people existed, whether this has actually happened, I'm, I'm not sure at all. I might be really stupid in just presuming that <laughs> it all exists and I'd like it to. But yeah, brilliant band. I mean, they're, they're kind of experimental by their very nature. This has got... Um, you know, the ghost of Brian Eno all over it. Um, kind of lots of soft synths and um, lovely kind of production on the acoustic guitars and stuff. So I can imagine this will sound incredible on, on record as well. Um, so yeah, w- worth dipping into. If you if you like the sound of this, then the, the whole album's um, got this kind of ghostly vibe to it. Really interesting. So the album's called The Wall Garden, uh, and you can get this at, uh, like I say, reignsofwessex.bandcamp.com. 
Uh, we're going to play a song called Moonshade, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.